Hey people, welcome back to the Slight Sarcasm Podcast. I'm Celeste. I'm Amber. And we made it back. We're giving you a brand new episode. (laughs) We took another break um, (laughs) for some personal reasons. I think we both had a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. I... I think... She's like, how much do I want to share? No, no, (laughs) I'm not going to share what has been going on with me, but I... Honestly, I don't know what's going on. First of all, we are going through a bunch of retrogrades. Mercury's in microbraids, <laughs> Pluto, Venus, Micro all the girls braids. are in microbraids right now. At least until October 18th or something like that. Maybe even longer. It's just a hot ass mess. I think there's yeah, like seven or eight it. planets in retrograde and it's just like I'm just trying to like from what the girls who do astrology and stuff have been saying and study the planets and stuff, they've been saying retrogrades, you pretty much are supposed to just not do anything new and just like reflect and just chill. Yeah. yeah. Cause if you do anything new or change anything, like it'll, it can affect you potentially to like your entire life or something like that. I know some people don't Oof. believe in that, but whatever, I don't care. I will use it as the excuse for why I feel like crap. But yeah, also, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, so that just led me to believe that like the rest of this year, I feel like it's just going to be very weird. I obviously don't want to like, we technically have a schedule. We're supposed to, we do like every other um, week. So that's like twice a month. Um. But I don't know, for some reason, I kind of don't want to hold to that for the rest of the year because things have just been so weird. Yeah. And so we'll obviously try to, you know, keep um, posting videos, God, keep posting episodes as much as we can and keep everyone up to date. I haven't been great at keeping everyone up to date on social media, but... um, yeah, just like putting out content when it's good and not just because. I feel like that's where yeah, we are. Yeah, just to go through the emotions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of stuff that we want to talk about that we want to take into consider, like want to take care when we talk about that kind of stuff. So we don't like want to rush anything or anything like that. So I think that's all a part of it too. So yeah. Um, but we have like a bit we have like enough backlog. We have like twenty plus episodes that y'all can go back and listen to and um and people can like binge our episodes. I feel like a lot of people are doing that now. Our numbers are like very interesting. So yeah. Um Yeah, that's kind of all I had to say on that <laughs> front. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, I mean I- it, I, mean, I think it is what it is. I think most people understand, like, if your heart's not in something at the moment, there's no, it's really tough to fake it through. I mean, that's yeah. why you see YouTubers taking breaks and stuff all the time. And they feel so guilty because they feel like they're letting people down. But if you go and, you know, typically if you look through comments or, um, you know, reaction videos to those announcements and things, people are like, what do you mean? Like, don't, why are you feeling bad? That's normal. Like, yeah. you can't expect us to. Or, you know, you shouldn't expect us to 
have some outrage because you want to take a break for a couple months like we'll be here we support you blah 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 so you know i'm hoping uh that's what our listeners think and or at least that's what i would assume and um you know of course we appreciate all of y'all and uh your patience and understanding so with that being said uh we kind of want (laughs) to follow along this uh you know sort of topic of of really just um taking care of yourself and um, being aware of what's going on with you and your mental health and things like that. Um, We had a couple things we wanted to talk about today, and I think Celeste will uh, get us started with that. Yeah, so we're pretty much doing a part two, part two to our work-life balance episode. If you haven't Mm -hmm. listened to that, um, I would highly suggest going back and listening to that before listening to this one. Um, you don't have to, it's not like required or anything, but, um, just to get kind of like our perspective of working and lifing at the same time, I will say that, um, that episode was recorded like right at the beginning Mm -hmm. of the pandemic, like I think around like April, 2020. So things have changed <laughs> my perspective has has changed a yes. lot I will say. yeah so and I think the some of the things that we're going to talk about is reflective of a lot of those changes so yeah. yeah but I think a lot a lot of the stuff that we said still holds true and we talk about kind of a lot of these things um in other episodes anyway so yeah I I feel like me, as in Amber and I, and like the rest of my friends who are in office spaces, um, talk about how tired we are, like all the time, (laughs) especially within the past, like, especially this year, like 2021, like, I feel like all year we've all been just tired like extremely tired um oh before we dive a little bit too deep as with anything that amber and i are talking about we know that we're coming from a place of privilege having a nine-to-five job working in an office is a privilege um not having to work retail and being on your feet all the time and you know I remember Amber and I have worked those kinds of jobs and we prayed (laughs) to be in positions that we are now yeah um so we understand that like talking about these kinds of things we are in a privileged position to be talking about how hard this is so but you know we say that with everything so like we totally understand but I think it's still important to have the conversation because it's a problem if the people who are in these positions talking about how tired they are, there's a problem with the system. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And also, um, I think just thinking back at, my memory is not too clear on what we did talk about, but I do remember, you know, some of the things I was saying, I feel like this is going to get very ranty, especially now (laughs) where, you know, I I really feel like um, 
office culture, I, I mean, it, it's pretty much non-existent at this point, right? Everything dealing with office or cor- corporate work culture mainly pertains to, you know, how things have been working at home or if, if not working at home, you know, returning back to the office or um, getting back with coworkers and your employer and things like that. And um, I really... I really feel some type of way right now about certain things and I will let y'all know, but uh, <laughs> yeah, like Celeste said, um, you know, of course this really does come from um, a place of privilege. We've, you know, both gone through stuff before. I mean, I, th- I think there was a period of like six months where I was working three jobs and um, you know, we both have worked in service and retail industry and it's just uh, fucking exhausting all around. Mm-hmm. I think, I think, you know, working now, it's just, it, it's not, it's not enjoyable. Um, maybe it was enjoyable for our parents or our parents' parents. Um, you know, I think things were really, truly different back then. Not even just thinking about technology, but just how easy it was to make a living wage. It was totally different back yeah. then. You know, you have people saying like, why are millennials not buying houses and things like that? It's like, because we got to work three to four times as long and four times as harder to make the same amount of money that we would need, you know, to buy the same type of house that our parents bought, you know, the money isn't the same or something like that. The money isn't the same. Goods and services have prices have risen, but wages have not. Mm -hmm. That's literally what has happened. And we were just talking about this the other day. Um, inflation is a big ass deal right now. Yeah. And and which might also pertain to why people are feeling a little more burnt out than usual. On top of what's going on with the pandemic, yeah. right? On top of the stress and you know social stress from that. Um, things cost more now. So you're working for the same wage or the same salary, but your groceries are cost, you know, costing 30% more now, right? Just just in the past year or so, year and a half maybe. And, and I think a lot of people are starting to feel the weight of that. And, and you don't really notice things like inflation on a day-to-day. But if you were to go back and look at your spending, I guarantee you, if you were to go back to look at, and look at your spending from, let's say, early 2020, right? Before the pandemic, let's see, see how much you're spending on groceries, right? Every, every month, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I used to spend 250 or 300 on groceries or something, you know, just whatever arbitrary number that is. And then if you go and look back at it, you're still buying the same food more or less. Maybe now you, you know, got some new favorites because of TikTok trends or some (laughs) shit like that. Or, you know, you've changed your diet a little bit. So things are a little different, but more or less, like you should be spending about the same, right? If your household hasn't really changed in size or something like that, right? Uh, But I guarantee you, if you go and look at what you're spending in these last few months, a lot more money and for the same amount of stuff, right? And it takes a lot more for you to get something from that, right? For for you to get something from your work that you do. So yeah, of course people are feeling burnt out and tired and exhausted, but I still feel, and this is kind of my overarching thing, which I think we'll get into as we you know discuss this more. My overarching theme is you cannot let your work absorb your life. I get that it takes so much energy and effort but you you have to really try and I think in most cases try extra hard these days to clearly define your work from your personal life yeah because if you don't you you definitely get burnt out you have these breakdowns you have more 
issues communicating with people. You're more irritable. Maybe you have more issues with anxiety and depression and things like that. It, it's super serious. And I think a lot of people don't realize how much they give to their employer or their business until it's too late. Mm-hmm. I agree. I was watching a TikTok compilation on YouTube, I think yesterday. And it was like people talking about like what was like the number one thing that they learned from working in general. Mm -hmm. And like 90% of the people were like, these companies do not care about you. And I think that's something that we've talked about a lot before and i mean it's still mm-hmm. range true we still agree with that that yeah these companies don't care about you they really don't and it's unfortunate that they don't teach that in school but i remember like it was such a shock to me like how i remember like growing up when i was younger i was like why do adults complain so much about work like literally all you have to do is go to work and they give you money and you pay your bills and that's it. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm not understanding what is so complicated about that. Until like I started working and not even like when I was working in college, like that made sense to me. But like and I guess when I when I did my internship cuz that was like in an engineering firm, so there's more of that workplace culture. And that's mm-hmm. when I started to realize, and especially at the job I'm currently at, um, that's when I started to realize, like, it's not, it's so much more complex than that, right? Like, it's, it's so much more than just, like, you're getting a paycheck. Because also, um, not everyone's getting the same paycheck for doing the same amount of work. Yeah. Yes. Like like you're 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 not. And if you work I know someone in that TikTok compilation was talking about like do the bare minimum. Do the bare minimum. Don't overachieve at your job. And because especially I feel like as a person of color, I kind of agree with that. I think that in a lot of ways, like we're taught I think with like school, especially with school, if you've gone through um, school system in America and also went to college, um, you're taught that you're supposed to work hard and you will like reap the rewards or whatever. But like that doesn't translate in the workplace at all whatsoever. Like you work hard you do like 110, 120%, but you're not getting that back from the company. You're still going to get the same paycheck as the person who comes to work late and leaves early. (laughs) Like, and you know, like maybe they'll get fired, but it depends on when. No one expects anything of them, right? Like I... Yeah, I think that that compilation was really interesting in that it just like outlined a lot of stuff that um that 
I don't know, just like kind of made sense to me and things that I, like I think about when I think about like just workplace culture and how do I work my nine to five and also like balance, you know, mental health and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's, <laughs> I, I don't, I mean, <laughs> I try to spin it in a positive way every once in a while because I catch myself getting, you know, super upset and uptight over some of the stuff that I witness, especially from other coworkers, right? Where it's like, for example, I'll, um, this is something I no longer do. I no longer work over the weekend. I might take, if I absolutely have to, might take an hour or two like early on a Sunday morning or something when I'm, you know, I've had some time to decompress and, and relax a little bit. I might take a couple hours on a Sunday morning and before my work week starts and, and go over some things or, you know, catch up on something or whatever. But I will no longer work late into a Friday night, Saturday morning, kill my whole Saturday to, you know, finish a report or something like that. Just, just so that someone is pleased with me doing something and getting it done on time. Right. I'm not, I don't do that anymore because I, I mean, personally, it's just, I, I'd rather be reprimanded for not doing it than to totally upend the two days that I get to reset myself, mm-hmm. you know, still thinking about work because I, I think I'm trying to remember. Yeah. So I, t- I took this project that I'm on currently in like late December, early January. And I've been working for 10 months straight. I think I've taken maybe three vacation days, like actual days where I'm, you know, it wasn't, I didn't take a mental health day just to like, you know, catch up on chores or something or or Mm -hmm. literally just sleep, right? Or something like that. I've probably only taken three, maybe four days where I've actually taken off work to do something totally unrelated to have fun, like go, you know, go to a festival or um, maybe go on vacation or something like that. This, these 10 months I've been working on this damn project. And when it first started, we had a lot of stuff to do. And my coworkers and I were working seven days a week. And there were times where I was working 12 hours a day, like literally sitting at this freaking computer for 12 hours a day, staring at the screen doing all this shit, being stressed out, getting phone calls and emails and all this stuff. And it, you, I just got burnt out over the summer and I got super complacent in my work and I was really affected by how much work I had put into it and how much we still had to do. And I just got to the point where it was like, if it's going to get done, it'll get done. I'm not going to break my neck mm-hmm. trying to push this thing any faster than it's supposed to go. It's not going to be up to me to drive this project with a hundred people on it. I, I'm not the only, you know, what do you call it? Cog in the machine or whatever, right? So there's all these other people that have all these other things and these different pieces that have to come together for this project to move forward. It's not just up to me. So I shouldn't um, act like I'm the workhorse on this, right? Everybody has to work together in some capacity, right? So once I started thinking about that, I was just like, so what's the point of me going up and way over my 40 hours a week that I get paid for. Cause I don't get overtime by the way. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> some some companies do, but once you're a salaried employee, that overtime or time and a half or things like that is not really an option from what I've seen. Um, so anyways, you know, once I realized all that, I was just like, what's the point? So, you know, I've, I've stopped trying to give extra hours unless I really need to, you know, it's different if it's like we got a deadline and everybody else is working towards this, whatever, whatever. Right. But really, I, I just, um, I got super cynical because I wasn't, I was breaking my neck and busting my ass and I wasn't getting all this praise and flowers and stuff thrown to me and all this shit. Like it, there was no benefit to me doing mm-hmm. that. Because then I would, you know, it'd be Monday morning, like this shit would happen all the time. It'd be Monday morning and someone would say, oh, I forgot to do such and such. So we can't submit it today anyway. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I, I, I just, I can't do it anymore. You can't justify shit like that, really. Now, I will, again, say this isn't the case for everyone. Not everyone can do this, of course. You know, if you're working multiple jobs and you got to work mm-hmm. every freaking day of the week, then you got to work every day of the week. But this brings me to another point, which I'll bring up you know, maybe a little bit later, but I think having some sort of, uh, maybe not a routine, but just something to look forward to at the end of your day or, you know, um, you know, at least when, whenever you finally get some time to unwind is like super, super important. Not just like, oh great, now I get to go to sleep, right? Or now I get to lay on the couch and watch TV. Like actually looking forward to something specific, I think is really important. And that's really helped me um, and it seems to make the days go by faster for me, which I, uh, but I'll get more into that a little bit later when we talk about like ways to combat, um, overwork and things like that. But yeah, yeah I'll let, uh, Celeste talk again. Yeah, no, you're good. <laughs> Cause I was ranting. Oh no, you're good. No, I 100%. That was totally ranting. I 100% agree. I, you made a lot of really good points. I, yeah, I just, think that it's just not it's not worth it I also I feel like those of us who give like that hundred and ten percent all all the time we always get more stuff to do but for the same rate right so it's not even like hard work is even giving us monetary value right like it's we're doing hard work in hopes that someone notices and gives us that monetary value because for whatever reason we were taught that that's what's gonna happen but like capitalism doesn't work like that like they're not gonna give you more money because you're doing more work they're gonna tell you to they're gonna guilt you into doing more work because of just workplace culture right I um I uh, took a couple of notes cuz I was just like thinking about like just like this topic and just thinking about like how I've heard like other people talk about this but like workplace culture is white culture and I feel like hmm. as a person of color as a black person it is much harder for us to thrive in the workplace um because it is white culture like it's not catered to workplace culture is not catered to us like to everyone yeah in general yes so we don't we're and also like the only way that we can truly thrive in the workplace is by 
truly, from what I've seen, is cutting off other people of color. Like, you have to be just as cutthroat as other white people to Mm. even rise the ranks. But, like, I feel like that's also just capitalism in general. Like, someone has to be at the bottom for you to get where you need to get. Um, So, like, yeah, there there is that I also like contemplated like what is working hard I know we're like talking about that a lot but it's I think when we're talking about it it's doing the work and I feel like that makes sense to most people like doing the work is hard work but I honestly think for white people hard work isn't just doing the work it's making them feel comfortable in the work in their own space in the workplace right mm-hmm. like if you're not i know like i'm in a mentorship program for women in the industry that i'm in and we talk a lot about advocating and advocating for yourself in the workplace and that pretty much just means making sure that you're telling people what you want um having people around you that know what you want and will advocate for you when you're not around um to get you to places it's basically like networking within the workplace um and i find and i've like noticed that like i personally don't like that concept I don't like the concept of the fact that, like, you can't just work hard and be leveled up, right? You have to also network to be leveled up. So pretty much, like, um, what you're doing in your job and um, the, you know, the, the, I'm trying to think of words, the your creations and whatever you're doing at work um that doesn't hold as much value in the workplace as those connections those clicks at work right those workplace friends that you make right like the little extracurricular activities that you go to you go into the bar go into that's exactly what i was about to bring um, up go golfing and going to events with your co-workers and stuff yep. like that like that is that tends to be way more important than the actual work that you're doing this is why we see a lot of complacent white people specifically white men going into the workplace and leveling up way faster than anyone else because yeah. they are because they understand the culture and i feel like if you're coming from a non-white background you don't understand white culture truly like that until you get into the workplace and sometimes it's a little bit too late right like you're kind of stuck where you are mm-hmm. and the only way to level up is Spot to on. leave your job so I don't know that's just something that I was like thinking about and I think 
I th- I wish more people talked about that. I feel like more people are talking about these kinds of things, but I it's just something that something that I've had to deal with recently <laughs> this past year and like realizing and recognizing that I am not the type of person who wants to go out with y'all after work. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. when I get off work, I want to go home and take a shower and eat food and relax <laughs> and de-stress. I don't want to have to yeah. also go out of my way to network with y'all outside of work just so y'all can, so I can be promoted. Be nice. Yeah. And be fake. Nice. <laughs> I hate being fake nice. Like I I'm an introvert. I'm not antisocial or I don't have like social issues, but like I'm an introvert. I don't want to have to go out of my way to do social things like all the time. Like some some of y'all be going out every fucking night getting drunk. Girl, we mm-hmm. you and I do not make the same amount of money, okay? <laughs> I can't be spending. Oh, I feel like she's yelling at me right now, but I'm good. I don't do that shit. (laughs) I don't spend 50. Girl. But yeah, like, I mean, I've been to, I had a roommate that, um, who like every Friday, their like team or whatever, um, would go out and like, I would get invited because it was my roommate and she would want me to come and stuff like that. And it was always so interesting. I, Cause like me, like I would never go out and do that stuff. And like, and I real recognize that like, I don't hang out with anyone outside of work. I've had a coworker come and like pets it for me when I was on vacation once and they invited me to their wedding and that was cool and, and stuff like that. But like, I, and there are coworkers who like I talk to and I initiate like friendship with and they're like, oh yeah, we're friends. And I'm like, are we? Uh, we don't hang out on the weekends. <laughs> nah, I mean, like, we don't. I don't be telling you stuff. Like, how much yeah. do you actually know about me? Like, I don't. I feel. I don't know. That's another thing, though, too. I, I think. Um, I think white people in the workplace tend to use the word friend a little too lightly. Um, but I, I, I did want to jump on mm-hmm. something before we got off the topic you were just talking about to kind of I guess expand on what you were saying so initially when you when you started that that section you were just talking about you were saying it, a lot of the work culture is catered to white people and initially when you said that I was like eh, I don't know I don't know but as soon as you started mentioning like the happy hour stuff and you know going golfing or going to I don't know retreats and whatever mm-hmm. kind of corny shit employers come up with these days it makes a lot of sense and it really, it really makes a lot of sense why certain people, you see them and you're like, do they even fucking work? Like, I, they're never doing anything. They're always talking to somebody. It's because they embed themselves in that work networking mm-hmm. culture as soon as they possibly can. And it makes everything easier for them. So you see those, like, if you think about it, if, if you're, if you do work in like an office environment or even, um maybe even like the service industry where a lot of people, they tend to like, I, I've noticed they tend to go out for drinks or dinner or something after a long shift or whatever. If you notice those people who kind of keep their heads down, they keep to themselves, they don't really talk to anybody at work unless it's work-related stuff. People talk about mm-hmm. them. You're like, oh, what's the deal with so-and-so? Oh, they, they never want to come out with us. They never want to come out with us. Uh, it's not 
maybe it's not because they don't like you. It's just because like they don't really care about that shit. They're fine in their job or they got other shit going on that is way more important than them. Like like Celeste said, going out and getting drunk Thursday through Sunday. Like it, it doesn't... It doesn't help you in the right way, in my opinion. And so I really hate when employees are like, you got a network, you got to come to these events, you got to come to these events. No, the fuck, I do not. I don't need to come to any of this shit. If you want me to, make it enticing for someone like me who doesn't really care about this shit. I don't really care about complaining about work with my coworkers after I've already dealt with them for the whole day. I don't care about team building exercises when most of my work is solo anyway. Like, I just, I don't, you got to make it appeal to everyone, not just the people who live for that shit. Because there clearly are a lot of people who, who, that that's just, when they talk about the perks of their job and whatever, that's the shit they're talking about, really. It's like, they pay for our drinks. I get food at the cafeteria, blah, blah, blah. Like, they talk about that kind of stuff. They don't talk about the actual perks. Like, I got good health care. Yeah. <laughs> <Right? laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? So, I, I, I don't know. I, I think um, I think a lot of that makes sense when you, when you really think about it. And I think uh, the other thing I wanted to mention was I really think, uh, I know we talk about the pandemic all the time, but obviously We're still in the it's middle so of relevant it. in every aspect of everyone's life right now. Um, I think that is really very quickly and easily shed light on what actually matters to an employee, mm-hmm. right? Or for, for certain reasons, right? So it, it's interesting because I'll talk to some of my coworkers and most of them are like, oh, I love working from home. I get so much more time with my kids. I, I know I mention this all the time, but a lot of my coworkers say I get so much more time with my kids. I get to take them to school. I get to make them lunch. I get to pick them up. I get to save money on my commute, blah, blah, blah. And they're super happy about it. And then I get people who are like, <laughs> I talk to people and I just roll my eyes because they're like, oh, I really want to go back to the office. I miss talking to people. Why? Why do you, if you miss talking to people, call somebody. Like, do you not have friends? You do not need to get dragged back into the office because you miss Getting up from your desk, stopping doing your work to go gossip with somebody. I don't give a shit about that stuff. And if that's all you want to go to work for, like, you're wasting everybody's time anyway. Yeah, their life is work. It's like, ah. It's like, they're like, oh, I'm so lonely at home. Play some music and focus on your work. Maybe it's not that you're lonely. It's just like, you don't have enough work to do. Yeah, they don't have proper work-life balance. (laughs) They just like, don't like they. No, seriously. Their work, their friends are at work. Like exactly. They don't have friends outside of work, or it, they don't have things that well, they are interested in that have nothing to do with work. That's right, and and one thing I do want to say is like I. That's totally fine. Honestly, it's fine to have your friends be your coworkers because that's me. Like. All my friends locally, I've met through work or in some sort of capacity, like just through industry or something like that, right? But it, it's it's okay if those are your friends. But I, it's also okay if you don't have any friends. Like it's not the end of the world if you don't talk to somebody on a regular basis. I I don't know. I just feel like that argument that I keep freaking hearing from people is like. Oh, I really miss going to, into the office because I miss talking to people. You got, yeah. You making the wrong like you. That's the wrong reason. Yeah. Like that's how that's how they keep you 
that's how they keep you. <laughs> and that's how employers keep somebody working in the same fucking boring job for 40 years and being okay with it because that's what they look forward to. Yeah. I was like, why can't you look forward to having your own fucking time to just think about something yeah. else? I. I 100% agree. I wonder if those people, if their jobs are actually, like, meaningless. And I mean that in... What I mean by that is I learned recently, and I didn't know this, that not everyone's office job should be an office job. Like, a lot of people in offices are pushing paper around or just going Mm. to meetings or their position is kind of obsolete if you think if you take away yes and i so i wonder if those are the people that are constantly complaining about how they would prefer to go back into the office because they don't really have they don't they're not their job doesn't really consist of anything and i didn't know that was a thing because of the industry i'm mostly in like engineering like construction so literally everyone's role is needed (laughs) like maybe we might have too many of one person but like everyone's Mm. role is needed right like you need the engineer and the designer and the survey person and the architect and the office manager and like all of these things right um so i didn't realize maybe in other industries there are literal paper pushers like i didn't recognize i didn't i've heard the term paper pusher but i was like no one's like really a paper pusher right because like i've never seen that before but like supposedly that's like a real thing and so maybe it's those people who are who are like that i think that's hit the nail on the head again like you you're like killing it right now because you're you're totally echoing everything i'm thinking about so when so what i was gonna say that i forgot to mention was i noticed this a couple types of people that complain about you know or or they seem to want to go back to the office for a very specific Mm -hmm. reason it's my managers who literally their job is to delegate tasks and talk to people and say, what's going on? Where, what are you doing? Uh, do this for me, blah, blah, blah. Or it's people in that sort of position. I wouldn't say maybe paper, paper pushers because I'm not really sure. I, that's It's an old school term and it makes a lot of sense. But I think it's more like people in like an admin role where a lot of the stuff they do is just... You, you could totally mentally check out hmm. on your Maybe work, it's like data uh, entry or something like that. Yeah, it's like data entry or like personnel management or something like that. You know, like you said, like office manager, like that kind of thing in that in that sort of realm where it's like you have a set set amount of tasks or a set listing of things that you do in your job duties. And you run through those on a daily basis. I think those are the people mm-hmm. that miss talking to people because think about it, right? Like, it, okay, so I I had a f- friend who worked at, see, now I say friend. I had a coworker who I was friends with who was a receptionist in my office, um, you know, a couple years ago. And I, I would just, sometimes I would just like observe what she was doing and every once in a while, I'd catch her, like, coloring on paper. Like, literally coloring. Mm-hmm. She'd bring, like, coloring books or, you know, like, novels or something to read. Like, she just, she had a lot of downtime. 
And that's fine because, you know, really she, a lot of the stuff she did was like office management or she would answer phones or schedule meetings or, you know, deal with new employees or whatever. But one day I went to lunch with her and she told me just how much work she does. And I was shocked. She probably worked like 20 minutes a day. Mm. And the rest of her day was her just trying to look busy. And when no one was around, that's when she would break out the books or the coloring books or, you know, talk to her friend, call her friend on the phone and, you know, shit like that. But those are the kind of people who like they, in order for them to make their workday worthwhile, they need to interact with other people. Because if they didn't, then like her, like she's like, I I try to do stuff as slowly as possible and I'm still done in like an hour. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's really interesting to see all that stuff and and I again I think it's just another thing that the pandemic has brought to light and that's kind of the unfortunate reason why a lot of people get left let go like in your case you said most people's jobs in in your um industry they're they're pretty required unless it's too many Mm -hmm. of one person right too many cooks or whatever um but yeah I mean I think some some industries like a lot of these other office work related industries like that's totally the case it's just people who they all all of a sudden realize oh shit um i hope they don't notice that i don't need this like i i don't need to be here doing this stuff or someone else could take over my job and you know do it it's kind of like a scary reality but i think um yeah I, i don't know that's just kind of what i think yeah no i i agree i I mean, yeah, I feel like those are the kinds of people who we honestly like they're kind of like the first to go if something happens, which sucks yeah. because like I'm pretty sure she I mean, honestly, like if I don't know, like you're talking about like your coworker or whatever, like as a receptionist, like obviously like a receptionist is needed, but like yeah, if push came to shove, she'd probably one of be like one of the first people to go which sucks because it's a pretty cushy job to like be able to like I was like imagining like oh like I remember like when I was in college I wanted a receptionist job um so I could like do homework and like answer phones and stuff like that right like I I think yeah I don't I don't know but also like I'm not the kind of person to be super bubbly to people if I don't have to, right? Like, I'm not Mm -hmm. the kind of person who's going to go out of my way to socially interact with other people at work just because. And I think a lot, especially Black women, I feel like we do that a lot. We We are that way. A lot of us are. And then it makes us look like we are mean and unapproachable Mm -hmm. and all this stuff right because we don't participate in those kinds of things we're just not those kinds of people some a lot of us so then because we don't participate in that game and that um lifestyle and that culture we get looked over when it times to when it's time to for like promotion and raises and stuff like that like hmm. 
we get because they want a team yeah, player, some or someone who appears to be someone a team who makes them feel comfortable and, and yeah, you know, is buddy buddy with them and stuff like that versus someone who just you know does the work really well. I mm-hmm. I get complimented a lot about my work and how great my work is and people tend to be surprised that my work is really good or they're just like oh my god your work is so great and stuff like that and I'm like cool but you know like I'm not where some of my other co-workers are right like because I spent a year and a half at home right like because I didn't go back into the office um because I value my health over um trying to be someone's friend at work just mm-hmm. because so yeah I but but bringing it back to like work and life balance that sucks right like I think that like not being able to achieve the things that other people are achieving especially in this pandemic right like there are a lot of people who there's still a lot of industries, I know my industry at least, where, like, people are still making money, right? Like, people are still getting raise, raises, yeah. promotions, bonuses, and stuff like that. I, where was I going with this? I also just, through all of that and through, like, I just, I don't know, I just feel like I... I don't care anymore. And I am <laughs> grateful yeah. that I am becoming more balanced now at 27 versus trying to figure it out in like 20 years, right? Like, I, even though it sucks because we live in a capitalistic society, right? Like, we're, it is in us, we are, you know, what is the word normalized or whatever to like want all these big things and to rise up to the ranks and blah 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 Mm -hmm. whatever that makes total sense um to feel that way and to feel like upset when you don't get that right but also like current like lately I've been like coming to the conclusion like my therapist talked about this because I was talking about how I was frustrated with work and then I was and then I was like telling them like I'm coming to a place where I don't care anymore like I don't care to want to do more because the world is on fucking fire right now and if I can coast and make the money that I'm making and lay low and do the things that I need to do and no one will bother me and I'm still doing the same amazing quality of work that I've always been doing for the past four years. I current Celeste is 100% okay with that because I am tired. This pandemic has been extremely hard. Life has been hard. So I'm okay with coasting. And then they asked me like, you know, what if like they wanted to promote you and like give you a raise and like stuff like that and honestly this is very privileged of me but I wouldn't take it I wouldn't Hmm. I wouldn't take more money 
for more headache. Currently, I don't have that much headache. And yep, right. I, and you know, like six, eight, nearly a year ago, I was upset about it for sure. I was 100% upset about it. I was ranting about it and getting really pissed off and all of these things. But now I'm like, you know what? Y'all can keep that. Y'all can 100% keep that. Because A, even if I did more work, y'all still wouldn't care about me at the end of the day. Hmm. Like, y'all, I'm out here with mental health issues and not one of you who I went out of my way to have a real... I'm getting ranty. (laughs) I went out of my way to have a relationship with, right? Like, I'm the one who initiated all of these things. Not one of y'all call me on the weekend or text me and ask how I'm doing. It's been... We've been in this pandemic almost two years and not one of y'all go out of your way to ask me how I'm doing, right? So if some shit happened... Y'all would be so surprised. So, yeah, no. Like, I'm not... And you know what? Honestly, like... It wouldn't matter that much if the culture wasn't the way it was. Right? Hmm. Like, if your livelihood did not depend on the social aspects of your work, even though your work the innate work that you're doing does not need like social stuff maybe unless depending on like your job right like if you're in business and stuff like that buying and selling da 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 where it requires that kind of stuff then yeah totally understandable but if it doesn't i'm not i'm not out here talking to customers like i used to but i don't have to do that stuff anymore right like so <laughs> why why do i need to be so social i don't know i just but yeah anyway my point is is that yeah like I I'm over it I really am over it currently I don't know where I'm going to be or where my mindset is going to be in like five seven years from now I don't know like when I graduate and stuff like that but right now currently I don't want to have to do any more than I'm currently doing for the money that I'm making if I don't Mm -hmm. have to I don't wanna I really don't wanna I I like my work-life balance excuse me currently I like that I'm able like I have you know I have these ideals in which I work from point A to point B And when that time is up, that time is up. Don't call me. Don't text me. My phone is off. The laptop is off. I am logged off. Don't talk to me about nothing. I will see it at 730 the next day. Right? Like, I... And it is so hard to come to that. And it is hard. Because there's a lot of pressure in the workplace to do more of like to be and do more and stuff like that like I've been told like how about we um beat deadlines instead of meeting them no 
Oh, man, I hate it when you tell me this shit again. <laughs> oh no. What in the fucking capitalism is that? Absolutely the fuck not. There's a deadline for a reason. It's supposed to give me the amount of time needed to get to where I need to get. I'm not working any faster than I already am. You are not trying to break a world yeah, record. Yeah, no. For are y'all going to pay like, me more no money? Way. Am I getting a raise if I do it a little bit faster? Oh, right. Or or you don't work in a job where the results are based off, or, you know, your pay is based off of your results exactly. directly. I'm not working in a manufacturing plant. I'm in an office building on the computer. Absolutely not. So, yeah, I... Yeah, it takes a lot of, I don't remember where I had ended the first time, but it takes a lot of, like, practice to get um, to a place in which, yeah, work is at work and home is at home, especially if you're working from home. I I totally understand, um, but you gotta, I don't know, I feel like you have to have a real conversation with yourself about, like, what is it you want? Like, what is it you want your life to look like in the next, in the short term? It doesn't have to be, like, long term. Maybe long term is retirement. But what what do you want your life to look like in the short term? What do you want your relationship to work, to be like? I... I want to be able to enjoy my work and do work that makes sense. But I also don't want to be stressed out by work all of the goddamn time. Like, I don't want to do something that I don't love. And I think it's, even though, like, I think it's perfectly okay to have a job that you don't love... As long as they paying you well, like I think it's one hundred percent okay. Um, you don't have to. Not everyone is going to find joy in the work that they're doing, and I don't think that's one hundred percent necessary to live a good life, right? But I just don't want work to be stressing me out and bleeding into my personal life. I don't want it. I don't want work to stress me out and be bleeding into personal life like I don't want stress from work to affect future children I may or may not have or future relationships that I may or may not have right like I want to be able to have boundaries with work and with my personal life. Because I have a lot of work boundaries when it comes to my personal life. I don't talk to y'all about my personal life at all. Y'all may think I talk to y'all about my personal life, but if you really get down to the core of it, y'all don't know shit about me. And that's on purpose. So I want it I want to make sure that those boundaries are they meet right? Like they, for, um, work and, and life and personal things and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm not always, I don't think it's gonna ever be perfect, right? Like I, I feel like, like we've talked about, um, you know, there are gonna be times where you have to work overtime. Like they're just gonna be those times where you may have to work a bit of overtime and stuff like that. But I think 
it's really about not making it a habit, right? Like, I personally believe if you are working salaried, never work overtime. Because why? 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 And I, like, totally understand that, like, some people, especially if you're in management roles and stuff like that, like, some companies require you to work overtime, like, a certain amount of overtime, and some companies, like, you know, you get pressured into doing those kinds of things, but... Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I just, it's hard. It's 100% hard. I feel like me and you and, like, all of our friends have just been talking about all of this shit for, like, the past year. And I, like, literally don't even know anymore. I feel like I'm just numb to the conversation now. <laughs> like, I'm just like, we even talk about the same shit over and over again and ain't nothing we can do, right? Like, we're just cogs in the fucking machine. Like, there's just nothing. Like, we've been talking about it, talking about it, talking about it, but, like, the people who can really make the change don't give a fuck. So, like, what the fuck are we gonna do? Like, it's just so... It's a frustrating conversation. I... I don't even, honestly, I don't even know who to turn to who's, like, older than us, who could, like, have really good conversations about these kinds of things, because I feel like our parents and the parents before us don't talk about shit, ever, and if they do, they're just like, well, that's just the way it is, and it just is what it is. I know. And, bitch, no. Yeah, that's super frustrating. (laughs) That's not it. Change doesn't happen just because. Change happens because people get annoyed and frustrated. So, and they push the boundaries. So, yeah, I don't know. That was my very long, tired rant. I literally don't remember anything I said, but I hope it made sense. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, very (laughs) long-winded and very true. I... (laughs) I was just I kind of just sat back and let you do your thing because you were making a lot of the same points that I would have made anyway and I feel like um yeah I mean really it's just you can't talking about like when your parents say like oh that's just how it is like you you can't compare apples to oranges and I, I know that's a super corny saying but it's so true you can't compare anything that's happening right now to anything that happened 20 even even like two years ago, yeah. you can't compare any of the shit to how it was two years ago or, you know, earlier. Um, I totally agree with you. Like when you were talking about you're not you're not going to put forth that effort and try to like seek out a raise or something because you're comfortable and you're you're fine in your abilities. And it makes sense for you to not put more in yourself right now if you don't need to right Mm -hmm. you're in a position where you're comfortable and you know hopefully your work is is fulfilling and things like that and that's okay like you don't have to be a superstar all the time you don't have to always be working towards the next benchmark you can afford to give yourself a break and i think with that sort of thing being said um there was just a couple more things i wanted to talk about before we wrap up but um you know this kind of goes back to what i was talking about earlier like having when you talk about work-life balance there you got to think about the life aspect right not just like oh i'm gonna make sure i end my work day at the same time every day like yeah some people can do that and for some people that's realistic you can cut things off and you know like kind of like what celeste said like after a certain 
time of day, you're not going to be able to reach her for work-related things until the next day, right? Same with me. Like, I try to, I give like an hour or so after my, you know, eight to five day more or less ends. I have, I typically give another hour before I really disconnect from everything, just in case, you know, someone's on a different time zone and they really need my help in the, in the moment or whatever. Like, yeah, of course I can be available to a certain degree, but after 6 PM or so, I turn all my notifications off. I totally shut down everything. And yeah, you're not going to see me again till seven or eight the next morning. Um, but, but really, you know, when you think about what you do after work, I think that's also extremely important. And I think it's worth talking about too, because it, you have, you have to, you know, you have to recharge mm-hmm. yourself. Right. And I think for some people or a lot of, maybe a lot of people, they're like, I just need a good night's sleep and I'm good. And that's great. Like that's, I'm glad you can feel like yourself again the next day by just getting your proper amounts of sleep or whatever. Or, you know, they're like, okay, I, I go exercise and I'm good or whatever. That's great. But, but also for a lot of people, like you need something to look forward to. And maybe you don't look forward to going to the gym or you don't look forward to going to bed, but maybe you look forward to, um, you know, cooking yourself a nice meal every day. That's the thing that you look forward to. I can't wait to finish up with work so I can go home and cook this or I can, you know, or like you meet up with your neighbor and y'all, you know, do something together most nights of the week or something. Like you have to like find a couple of things to look forward to, to get you through your day. Or I, I feel, I feel like you're never going to really feel like your work day has turned off. And this is something I've been thinking about since we started this, this recording there. I always, I know I always talk about TikTok now. I'm sorry, y'all, but I love TikTok <laughs> for so many reasons. And one of them is I have learned so much about self-care and just how many different things you can do for yourself to, to heal yourself in, in the moment. Like I've learned so much of that type of shit from TikTok in the last couple of years. And one thing that I really think about and or, or one there's one there's one like aspect I think or one section of TikTok that I think they call them like sections or so uh, there's one section that I really think of and it's actually like shower TikTok right and that, it sounds kind of weird but I, I'm gonna explain so there, there's a shower talk where it's like or shower TikTok or shower talk where it's really just people like showing off what kind of products they use or their shower routine. Here's all these, you know, fun soaps and scrubs and things that I've bought for my shower. And like, you know, maybe they'll show clips of them using the product and obviously not like nudity or anything, but just like to get that aesthetic, like I'm relaxing, I'm taking care of myself, I'm pampering myself, whatever. I love that. I don't really watch a lot of that stuff, but I do watch this one lady in particular because her shower, her, her, first of all, her whole page is really devoted to, to that sort of stuff. But she adds a lot of stuff in there, which I think is just a good practice for anyone really trying to like, oh, sorry, there's a siren in the background. I'm going to have to turn it down. But anyway, <laughs> I'll, I'll give it a second. You're good. <laughs> But yeah, so she she really um her content is is focused on that, but it's more than that. So it, pretty much all of her videos unless she's doing like something sponsored or she's um replying to comments or something, if she's doing one of her typical 
videos it's her routine after she gets off work and this lady in particular and i i wish i could remember her username right now but if i remember um before we post this i'll i'll get it get it in the show notes if you if some of y'all want to watch but what she does is she starts her routine at the second she gets home from work so she gets out her car this is her she starts filming she gets out her car she closes her car door or whatever she goes inside first thing she does is she cranks her <laughs> her AC down as low as she can get it. She puts it at like 68 or 69 degrees, takes her work clothes off. And, and one thing I wanted to mention was she works a graveyard shift. So when she gets home, it's like six mm-hmm. in the morning, maybe like even earlier, right? Cause she's worked all through the night. So she gets home, she messes with her AC, takes off her work clothes. She gets the laundry going immediately. She goes straight to her fridge and she gets out her iced coffee. She makes herself some coffee because from what I've realized is she doesn't immediately go to sleep when she gets home. She still has her after work routine, just like so many of us that work jobs during the day where you have those three, four, maybe five or six hours in the evening devoted to whatever you want to do, right? So what she does is she just takes her routine in through the morning. And I'm, I'm guessing maybe she just kind of naps through the day and then goes back to work in the evening. So, you know, she gets her coffee and all her stuff. She gets right in the shower. She cranks her shower up. She picks out her all her different soaps and stuff that she wants to use. She kind of just like, I guess she gets like a vibe that she wants to go for. She's got all this nice like mood lighting in her bathroom. Like she has a whole routine like a whole thing and it's just devoted to her being able to unwind after work and I just love that shit and I and and it's almost like mesmerizing to me like I find myself like every time I come across her page I find myself just like binging a good few of her videos because I feel relaxed just watching it and I know that's what she wants to portray but it's more than that like it's like showing that you can have this 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 thing set up for you that will always put you right back. And, you know, obviously everybody has tough days and things like that. And maybe she doesn't post every day or whatever. But I I guarantee you, even when she's not posting, she's still doing the same sort of stuff. Because she she definitely looks forward to it. She looks forward to making her coffee with all her syrups and her whipped cream. And this she has a fucking ice maker on her counter because she wants the perfect type of ice for her drinks and shit she got the starbucks cup collection that she you know like reusable cups and stuff like that's her thing so what i'm saying is when you have like a tough job where you know maybe it's physically or mentally or just emotionally demanding you have to have your thing and you know, I think unfortunately for a lot of people, their thing is kind of a vice. Like maybe you're like, oh, I'm going to have some beer or I'm going to have some wine or, uh, you know, make a drink or smoke or something like that. that it's, it's the unfortunate reality for a lot of people, I think. And they, that's kind of their thing without them realizing it. But you got to have like a thing that makes sense and it's, you know, good for you. Right. So cooking, right. Cooking your meal or Or, you know, like her, like she makes her coffee drinks and stuff like that. Like you got to have your thing that is going to push you through the day and you say, okay, I got 20 more minutes before I'm done with work and then I'm going to do my thing and I'm going to chill. Because I think that's like the easiest way to start to like set yourself right. And, and, you know, even if you had a shitty day at work, you can always look forward to that one thing. So that's kind of what I wanted to mention. I, I just think it's like. It's just an interesting thing to like pick up on for me um, because I'm still really trying to find my thing. But 
I, I don't know. I, I feel like I find myself redoing my nails like three or four times a week. I have like a gel, gel, um, nail, nail kit at home. And I redo my nails constantly because that's my thing. Like it takes me out of whatever I'm dealing with for like an hour. And I'll just sit there and I paint and file and scrub and glue and all that stuff. And I'm good. Like my brain just totally relaxes. Like I, I literally looking at my hand right now. I got one fucking nail on because <laughs> I was trying to do my nails yesterday. But seriously, like I... You, you gotta have that thing so uh, that's really what I wanted to say about yeah that. no I agree I I think it's also okay if your thing isn't like something you do every other day every day um oh yeah yeah it can be something that you look forward to like twice a week or something like that I think that's right, okay exactly. I think yeah potentially having a routine a proper routine in which yeah, something that takes you out of work mode is um can be definitely helpful. Uh yeah. I I like that. I don't my thing used to be Animal Crossing to be totally honest, and then I stopped mm-hmm. playing Animal Crossing for god, yeah. it's been I think since like early, like probably like February to be totally honest. I haven't really like okay played animal crossing in a while but they're coming up with a huge up they're coming up out with a huge update in november so that might be my thing <laughs> towards <laughs> the end of the year but yeah i yeah i agree having something to take you out of work mode and not thinking about work and like actually something that actually helps you relax that could totally just be watching netflix right something in oh, which yeah. It just takes your mind off of stuff. You don't think about it. And, like, training yourself to... I feel like that'll be, like, a first step in training yourself into, like, not thinking about work outside of work, right? Like, I... it It's so easy to, like, just constantly be thinking about work, like, even in your sleep, like... Right. Like there's always that like joke of like, ah, oh, ha ha. Like I've heard like people in the workplace joke about, um, what is it? Like, oh, like my wife has to take my phone, work phone away from me during the weekends or during vacation. Yeah, that's not, that shit is because not Because at all. I'm always on my work phone, da 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 da. And I'm just like, you have a problem <laughs> like, yeah it's not fucking yeah. funny like people in in their position will laugh because it's relatable yeah not because it's actually yeah. funny it's actually really sad so so yeah i honestly my routine is um just i don't know just like chilling i feel like once i don't know i because i have that like boundary where like once it hits like five o'clock like i'm not thinking about work i legitimately am not thinking about work like un unless like i have like a deadline or something like that i legitimately like my brain totally turns off and i'm like oh like what am i gonna eat <laughs> like i so yeah that's yeah good. so for me i mean that that that's just me i don't know like why i'm like that but i know it's definitely not that easy for a lot of people so you may just have to like train your right your body to like get there and it's not gonna be perfect it's not easy but i think 
at some point you'll start to if you're doing it long enough at some point it'll just kind of become a habit and you know and also you know realize that it's not going to always be like that there are going to be times where like I kind of talked about where you may have to work a little bit of overtime or something like that in which like yeah you're definitely going to be thinking about deadlines and work and stuff like that um and I think that's a better way than 365 days a year so yeah yeah. and and I think I think one last thing I wanted to add on to that and and Celeste was kind of touching on it just now not everyone can shut their brain off or you know within a few minutes you're like oh work yeah never heard of her but I you know you think about people who have maybe like emotionally taxing jobs right um first responders nurses doctors therapists counselors those you know, uh, people who work in the communities with like disadvantaged people, that shit is exhausting on every single plane. And so, yeah, of course you, you, you know, you, when people say they take work home with them and you know, they, you, you take the emotions and the gravity of your work home with you a lot. So I think that, you know, with, with my tip that I had like to have your thing that you look forward to, I think it's, even more important for those people to have their thing and you have to like own your thing like don't I I would say I'm not gonna say make it clear what your thing is but but you you need to have that moment each day or or whenever you're you're doing that thing that you're looking forward to where you say this is my thing like because you I think you just need to have that like almost like a personal attachment to it right and which is why I say like unfortunately for some people they have like you know they're it's kind of like a vice right it's drinking or smoking or something like that right or um partying things like that it's kind of a vice right for a lot of people but having that thing to look forward to and saying like I'm gonna go do my thing I think that's like it could be like almost like a mental cue to yourself to be like hey you gotta like rein it in and and chill the fuck out now because I say so. I'm telling myself I need to chill now. So anyway, I think, um, you know, I think we'll continue to have these these sort of discussions on like managing work expectations, managing just existing outside of work and things like that. But but really, um, you know, you, you have to really make it your own. You can't just go through the motions and just burn yourself out because you have to look after yourself. And especially if you have a family you're supporting, like if you're not on, on your shit, like you can't possibly be on your shit for other people. So it's really, really fucking important to take care of yourself and, and try your best to like, you know, put those limits on like, like Celeste says, like just literally become unavailable to these people who are some people, you know, again, they have no issue working all fucking day every day and like I know I've talked about this before like my old my previous boss um last year like he worked every fucking day all day he was always online I get emails from him at four in the fucking morning or 11 at night or whatever like Saturday Sunday whatever on vacation he he would literally take time off work to work and be uninterrupted by meetings like he would take time off from work just so he could work on his own stuff for work like it made it makes no sense really when you think about it but like that's just how some people are and so you know those people they're okay but you don't have to be that person either. yeah you don't you know you can 
you can own your shit at work and then get home and own your own mm-hmm. shit. So that's that's really um I think that's what we had to say mm-hmm. about that today. Um we do want to kind of wrap it, wrap it up here, so I think we want to talk about what's got you hot. If Celeste wants to go first cuz I always make her go first. <laughs> um do I even have one? I don't even know. Um I do have a ranty one, but I think I'll save that for another episode. Um, <laughs> okay. I don't even know. I I got a quick one. Yeah. Unless unless you got one right now. Um, I don't know. I I think all I want to say right now is um, I feel like everyone's just fucking tired, man, and yeah. I am exhausted with being a human being right now. Being a human is exhausting. Not only are we in the middle of a pandemic, but in these United States of America, there's just a lot of social and political crap that's going on. Being a woman is hard. Being a black woman is hard. Being a black queer woman is hard. I am so tired. I mean, I'm not trans, but being a black trans person is hard as well. Being a black disabled person is hard. I... I'm so exhausted. I am constantly in a state of disassociating from reality because hmm. reality sucks. I mean, it's always sucked, but God, it sucks right now. So shout out to yeah. whatever God awful planet is in micro braids. But yeah, that's what's got me <laughs> hot, man. <laughs> life is just... That's a good one. Life, huh. I can't think of like the the quote someone was like life is something i don't remember i think it's like an adam driver acting quote or whatever but life is just a hot ass mess right now and i'm just yeah that's what's got me hot so yeah okay i will uh follow that up with one that doesn't seem so bad after all (laughs) i was just gonna complain about the weather because i I get it. It's spooky season now. We got pumpkins and Halloween and flannel and boots and shit coming back around. I I I like fall. I'm not hating on fall. What I do not like is not seeing the sun more than once or twice a week. Oh yeah, I do it's not like, like super that. rainy down here too. It's yeah, it's super dark it's right now. I mean, it's it's six o'clock for me here now, and it's pretty dark it's i mean sun has gone down and it's been cloudy all weekend and into this week and through this week and i'm just like it's it's exhausting and it's in itself like having weather like this to me is physically exhausting but yeah i mean i it's okay i i do like that it's not as hot anymore obviously um that's good for me oh it's still hot down here it's like freaking 80 degrees oh yeah and dark. So now it's like yeah. muggy. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. rainy. That's not a good combo either. <laughs> yeah. It's just like a hot ass mess. Yeah, no, I totally understand. Shout out to yeah. seasonal but, affective disorder. I know, right? The plus side is it's not winter yet, so I still have some time to get my my mental state together before it's too. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Well, 
we are going to wrap it up here. As always, this was the Slight Sarcasm Podcast. I'm Amber. That's Celeste. As always, I want to thank you all for listening. We do encourage you to take a look at our social media and email us. Um, we always have the stuff linked in the show notes. And you can also ask us questions or give us suggestions there. Uh, yeah, so thanks again. And we hope you will join us in our next episode, whenever that is. <laughs> thanks, everyone. <Yeah. laughs> Bye.